Hey, welcome guys. It's your girl Brooklyn's finest and you're now tuned in to Talk Yo Ish Podcast. Welcome. It is Wednesday, March 3rd. I hope you guys have had a great first of the week and also a great past weekend. Guys, this coming weekend is All-Star Weekend. It is here in Atlanta, Georgia. Atlanta is scheduled to be open to the public. So if you come in, I would just suggest you have a mask. And I know it's hard to do that when Texas just uh, announced that they are fully open and South Carolina mask free. So that means in these two states, you do not have to wear a mask. They are fully open. So I'm sure Atlanta is right behind them because clearly Atlanta has amnesia and partially deaf because no matter what the community and the world is telling them, they swear they're immune to COVID, okay? So I'm going to suggest to everybody that's coming into town for um, All-Star Weekend to just be careful. You know what I'm saying? I'm not saying don't have fun. I'm not saying don't get entertained because it will be a lot of parties going on. But what I'm going to tell you is be careful. A lot of people are coming in from out of town, different areas. You don't know where they're coming from. You don't know if they have it. You don't know if you're in close quarters with them. And then you won't probably know until you leave on Sunday or Monday and get home and then you start to have symptoms. So all I'm going to tell you guys is to be very, very careful. The great thing is that Brooklyn's Finest will not be in Atlanta, Georgia <laughs> for All-Star Weekend. Look, let me tell you guys, I'm 47 years old. My my party time, I'm burnt out. If I'm not catching the bag, I'm going to go ahead and be somewhere where it's possibly warm or possibly relaxing. Either or. But I just don't have the time nor the patience to deal with all of the BS that's going to be in town for the weekend. Yes, Atlanta is stepped to make a lot of money this weekend. But to me, all money ain't good money is all I'm saying. So, guys, the topic for today is, are you a hustler? All right? So, I'm going to be talking about this tomorrow on my show on FUBU Radio. So, I need you guys to stay tuned in. You can download the FUBU app. It's absolutely free. iHeartRadio, Radio.com. Tune in to me tomorrow from 8 to 10 p.m. I'm going to be asking everybody, are you a hustler or do you have what it takes to be a hustler? So let me give you a breakdown briefly because we don't have a lot of time, okay? So a hustler doesn't mean a corner boy or a chick selling butt and in layman terms, ass, okay? Back in the day when I was growing up, a hustler was a street corner boy or the dude that pulled up in a nice fancy car that had a cell phone when nobody else had cell phones. Or the dude had two beepers. You know what I'm saying? That was a hustler. But as time has evolved, hustler has so many different levels of hats now. It's hard to really say who and who's not hustler. We got corporate hustlers. Uh, we got uh, politician hustlers. We got teaching hustlers. We got hustlers of every culture and brand that you can think of. To me, my definition of a hustler is a person that does that, first of all, is not afraid. They're not going to um, allow themselves to be in a situation to be not able to have. Hustlers will go and do what's necessary to provide, whether it's for their family, for their community, for themselves. They're just not going to sit back and watch everybody pass them by or situations pass them by while they do nothing. Hustlers want and they go get, they chase, 
They don't sit back and wait. So in layman terms, I'm a hustler. If you don't know me, you better ask about me, nigga. Ask about me. I'm a hustler. I'm a, I'm a hustler, homie. I'm a hustler. I'm a, I'm a hustler, homie. Nigga, ask. Nigga, nigga, ask about me. Nigga, ask. Nigga, nigga, ask about me. Shouts out to Cassidy. That is my, that is my anthem, period, okay? I have my hands in so many different pots. I wear so many different hats because I don't believe in sitting around waiting for someone to give me something. I believe in going to get it by any means necessary. I want what I want when I want it. So that means I can either sit here and wait till someone brings it to me, which can be forever, or I can go get it. And I like the thought process of going to get it. I'm the type of chick that I do not want to be sitting around depending on a man or anybody else to provide for me or mine. Because what happens is then I become dependent and then you gain control. That's never going to happen in my life. I don't give that, nobody that much control other than God himself. So in other words, I will go work two and three jobs if I have to to provide and take care of my family because I do not want to give in to absolutely anything or anybody that can have that much control over me. So in my definition of a hustler is a person that's willing to go out there and get it. They're willing to work hard for it. They're willing to not stop until they get where they want. If that means sacrificing your relationship, if that means sacrificing some time, if that means sacrificing um, doing certain things that are exciting to you, then that's it is what it is. Because at the end of the day, broke money don't make money. Okay? Period. How do you think millionaires remain millionaires? Yes, they had to make a lot of sacrifices. One, not spending a lot of time with possibly their significant other. Two, possibly not spending as much time with their kids. And yes, you can't get back the time that you've lost. But in order to be that person, in order to be great, they had to hustle. They had to work long nights, uh, uh, wake up early mornings, and just make it happen by any means necessary. So my question to you is, are you a hustler? Last year defined a lot of people if you were or if you were not a hustler. A lot of you sat around and did absolutely nothing during COVID. Now, for the ones that were scared or worried or in a panic zone, that part I understand. I'm not talking to you. You guys have a, some type of phobia. You were worried and you just wanted to stay in protection mode. Granted, I get it. But for the ones that lived off of unemployment and just chill like it was nothing, you would get $900 a week. And then when unemployment stopped, a lot of people, which Houston was the first state, got evicted. Over 200 people got evicted in one day. Now, my question to y'all is, how will you get $900 a week and you just stash no bread? So you just thought this was going to last forever, huh? So when it was time to pay the rent, you ain't have it. When unemployment stopped, you couldn't pay it. So you tell them you were spending a stack a week on what? You got it for probably about, what, 36 weeks before it literally stopped? Y'all got to do better. 
Literally, y'all have to do better because that makes absolutely no sense whatsoever. There's no way in possible history that I'm getting $900 a week and I'm just sitting around chilling and shopping and balling out and traveling, buying shoes, buying bags, acting like this is my life. A lot of y'all did not go back to work because you were making more money on unemployment than you were making at your jobs. Then unemployment stopped. And then you were sitting there with the boo-boo face. Couldn't pay your rent, light gas, water, feed your kids, put gas in your cars. Now, this is where your hustling skills are supposed to kick in. Should have kicked in a long time prior to that, but it is what it is. I'm going to give y'all an L on that. So when unemployment stopped, and your SBA money or a PPB money, either you didn't get it or you didn't get it, and everything started slowly but surely <laughs> running out, what did you do? Did you sit there and cry and willow in your pity, wondering what did I do wrong? No, what you didn't do was hustle. You didn't prepare well. Now, I'm not saying don't go enjoy yourself with the money that you got. Some of us live the best life that we've ever lived in our entire history of living last year in 2020. Why? Because the government gave out so much money. Unemployment was at an all-time high. So a lot of us was just living our life and we was enjoying it. That was like almost, and I'm not saying this is, so don't quote me on this. That was like getting our 40 acres in a mule from America. Y'all done put us through slavery. We had to deal with all this police brutality over the, the, the course of the months. So, yeah, we were going to get the money. We was going to boss up. We was going to ball out and bong. Here we are. But see, a lot of y'all didn't allow that hustle click to come on. Me, I hustled. I hustled through this whole COVID. A bitch never stopped working. I always did something. I always, I like money too much. Now, I don't let money control or consume me. That part I don't do. Now, I had an interview last Saturday on the Disco 100 show. You got to watch the interview on YouTube at Disco 100 Radio. And I basically say that a lot of people tend to chase the money versus the dream. And when you chase money over your dream, you're never going to be successful. Money is the root to all evil. And hear me when I say that because a lot of people would disagree with me. The dream is going to bring the money. The dream, if you keep pushing on it, if you keep imagination in it, and that's not a word I apologize. If you keep imagining it, if you visualize it, if you speak it into existence, it will come. But if you're just chasing the money, the money, the money, the money, then you get into a format of I need money. And just like anything in life, nobody or nothing wants to be needed. They want to be wanted. So just use money as a metaphor. Now, in a relationship, you don't want to be needed. You don't want your girl, just speaking for men, you don't want your girl to be wanting you or needing you only because you have a financial um, advantage over her that you put her in a Bentley. Y'all live in a million-dollar house. She could shop and go do what she want to do. Versus she wants you that... If you go broke or something happens, she's still going to be with here because she wants you and she loves you. Difference. Want and need. Well, just like money, it wants to be wanted. It doesn't want to be needed. And when you start to need the money, then that's when things tend to fall apart. So I had to learn that myself. You can't need the money. Trust me, money makes the world go around. We get it. We need money to live. 
But if you constantly have to need it to survive, then nothing is ever going to move forward for you. You have to just know it's going to happen. And you can't wonder when, where, you can't wonder when, where, why, or how. You just have to know it's coming. You just have to know it's there. Money wants to be wanted. It doesn't want to be needed. And I know you guys might say, Brooklyn, you is crazy. You acting like money is an actual person. It is. It's not a person in in a, a physical aspect. It's a metaphoric type person. It It's a meaning behind it. I need y'all to study that, research it, and figure out what I'm talking about. But hear me when I say, if you stop chasing the money and chase the dream, there's no telling how successful you can be. But when you keep chasing that dollar, trust me, all good ain't going to come from that. Because remember, all money ain't good money. You know what I'm saying? And a lot of people don't agree with that. But that's just my opinion. And my opinion matters, period. Okay? So, my question to you guys is, were you a hustler during COVID? Here we're still going through COVID, but people getting tired. Corporations are getting tired of making money and losing millions and millions of dollars. I'm from New York. And when I went back to New York during the height of COVID, I seen businesses that I've known since I was a kid that was open prior to me being born. Even a twinkle in my mother's eye was closed. After 50, 60 years, just closed because they couldn't suffice through COVID or they wasn't able to get the PPP, the mom and pop shops. And now they're closed for good. So the sad part is so many businesses had to shut down amongst we losing a half a million plus people due to COVID. But the question was, who was able to sustain through COVID? The people that figured it out. Like when we first went through COVID and everything had to close down, nothing was open. The grocery stores were open to like six o'clock. Nothing was really moving on the streets. You know, in Atlanta, Georgia, they gave us a curfew. We had to be in the house by six or seven o'clock. You know what I'm saying? So people had to get creative. I saw uh, restaurants starting to allow people to eat outside. First, it started with just picking up at the curb. They would come outside, make a little booth, and just have your orders outside and hand them to you through your windows. Then it got to the point that people started to really um, start creating, being more creative and designing like tables or, or little patio settings where you can now come out and, and eat, but it made you six feet apart from the next couple or next table, which was great. It became such a big thing that a lot of corporations or a lot of businesses started to think outside of the box. So now they had to figure out we're losing millions by remaining closed. What can we do to stay afloat and still make money, but not service bodies in a building that will make them at a risk for COVID. So then everybody started working from home. So now the internet became like a number one boomer. You know why? Because that was the only way things could move. Amazon made millions during COVID because they were literally the only trucks on the road shipping and moving. If you had a trucking company, you did phenomenal. You were able to pick up and drop, pick up and drop made millions or made thousands all i'm saying to you is you had to be creative during COVID, somehow some way and if you didn't 
and if you sat back and you'll watch allow time to pass you by then you're a settler that means you'll just settle for anything and i just refuse to believe that my people black white chinese pink red green i don't care what you are culture wise anything i just refuse to feel like my people would just settle we've been through so much just in the year of 2020 i'd be damned if i'm gonna sit back and settle for absolutely nothing i'm gonna go get it remember i'm not sitting around waiting for nobody to bring brooklyn nothing i want it period where is it at just give me directions and i'm on my way all right i'm that chick I never paused. I opened up my radio station in February of 2020, which was basically the beginning of the heart of COVID. Right after that, everything shut down. I'm sitting there saying, what just happened? I am trying to open up a radio station and you want to close the whole world down? I started having panic attacks. But I realized that this just gave me enough time and space to build my station the way that I wanted. I wasn't pressured. I didn't have a time space on it. I could just take my time and do what I do, which the final results came out phenomenal. So I'm happy that I had that time, but I never sat back and waited. I never said, okay, I'm gonna just wait till COVID opens back up and then we'll get back in the studio and start working. No, me and my contractor, shouts out to Carl, sat in his studio many a nights, him by himself, me coming in sometimes and helping, painting walls, shouts out to JP, putting up, soundproofing putting up chairs tables engineering boards we were doing it all in this studio by ourselves because i just knew that my dream that had flourished was just not going to die like that and here we are a year later from when my studio physically opened and i'm still here not blinking or batting the eye yes it's been a lot that has transpired and took place but it never stopped me from keep going. Never stopped me from having pity or feeling some type of way because things ain't moving the way I want them. Nah, cause I chased my dream, I ain't chased the money. And because I chased my dream, God allowed this dream to fulfill itself. He allowed it to be where it is today. Cause you know why? I knew I wasn't gonna make no money, at least the first year to two years. You don't really make any money off of a new business, depending on what type of business and services you're offering. But I'm a radio station. All I provide is air service. And I'm not saying that's all I provide, but at the time, that's all I can give. So I wasn't making money because people wasn't coming outside. They wasn't doing interviews. They didn't wanna to come to your station because of COVID, they were paranoid. They didn't know what they were walking into. So yeah, it was, it was, it's a, it was a little tough and rough year, but I never gave up. I still found a way to keep pushing and moving through everything because you know why? I'm a hustler. I'm a, I'm a hustler, homie. I'm a hustler. I'm a, I'm a hustler, homie. Nigga ass. Nigga, nigga, ask about me. Nigga, ask. Nigga, nigga, ask about me. I'm a hustler. I'm a, I'm a hustler, homie. All right? Shouts out to Cassidy and Jay-Z. Because that is my anthem. So my question to you is, do you consider yourself a hustler? And a hustler, again, is not a corner boy. Not a chick selling her poom poom in the streets. A hustler is whatever it is that you feel you need to do to go get it. And you ain't going to stop till you get it. That's a hustler. A hustler got patience. A hustler ain't got nothing but time <laughs> on its hands. 
because we want it. So we'll be patient because we know we're going to get it. But we're going to go get it. We're not going to wait for you or wait for her or wait for them. We're going to go get it. And while y'all sitting here chilling and laughing and kicking, we over there getting to the bag. Shouts out to all my promoters, my party promoters. Shouts out to all my uh, industry individuals. Shouts out to all the people, the artists that's been out here on pause since COVID because they make their money performing. Yes, they can make their money by music being downloaded, but they make a bulk of their money performing. They make hundreds and thousands of dollars, $50,000 to do a show here. You do five or six shows a week, you done made a half a million dollars. So if an artist didn't save their money properly or have proper investments or have an accountant to help guide their financial situation, nine times out of 10, they went broke during COVID. Okay, because they didn't structure out properly. Now they live in these extremely lavish lifestyles with million dollar homes, cars, all this stuff still got to get paid through COVID. Look, I know they told y'all that y'all couldn't pay y'all rent. And right now I think they put it back on a uh, freeze status until if I'm not mistaken, August and September of this year that landlords could not or mortgage companies could not evict you. Now a mortgage company can take the payments and roll it to the back of your term. But if you pay rent, the moment this, let, hear me when I say, the moment they lift that ban where rent has to now be paid, you are going to be required to pay all that back rent. And that landlord at that moment can make the decision if they don't want to work with you and you don't pay that back rent, they can evict you immediately. Depending on what state you reside in, if it can take one day, five days, 10 days, or 30 days, either way, they can evict you. So I would advise you guys that if you got a little bit of money, have a conversation with your landlord and work out some type of payment plan. Even if you got to give this brother or sister $100 to $200 a month, give them something. Because a lot of y'all was getting this money, telling the landlord you ain't got no job, but buying brand new car. Let me tell you something. During COVID, I saw more paper tags than I've ever seen in my life. I said, are they giving out free cars? Because I didn't get one. Nobody gave me a free car. Nobody gave me, wait, 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 whoa. who's giving out free cars because I want one. I don't give a damn if it's a little Hyundai Sonata. I want it. I want the 2020 Hyundai Sonata. That's my little runaround car. Everybody was getting cars. So I was just wondering, so you telling your landlord that you ain't got no job and you pulling up in a brand new car, you getting put out today. I'm, I'm going to ask you one more time because I'm going to say, you about to lose your job. You about to lose your job. Yes, you are. Because you out here playing games with these people. Understand these landlords have to pay taxes on these properties. Whether you're renting a house or not. If you're in an apartment, that's different. But for these houses that you're renting, they still have to pay property taxes on these houses monthly. So even if you don't pay the rent, they still got to pay it out their pocket. So I would suggest working out some type of an arrangement with them. Don't put them... Don't make them put the force of their hand to evict you, especially if you got kids or you got elderly people in your home. You just don't want that pressure on your head. So I just suggest excuse me. I just suggest you guys think differently. We're going into a whole nother first quarter of 2021 and things look like they're opening it back up. So let's pray that things go well. Texas and the Carolinas was the first two states to say we're fully back open and you ain't got to wear a mask. 
Now, I don't know if that's ignorance or I don't know if that's just, I don't give a fuck. We tired of being broke. We tired of not making money. We want money. We want to make up for the lit, for last year that we didn't make no money. It, it's this over. This is getting a little bit too far. Now, that could be a great moment in time or it could be a really, really bad one. This might not end well for either one of those states. I don't know. I'm just praying it does. I don't want to believe that COVID um, is real, but it is. You know what I'm saying? So understand this. We're dealing with something that we have to be serious about. Now, I'm going to be praying for Texas and I'm going to be praying for the Carolinas. However you choose to do it, keep doing what you do. But understand now it is not a requirement for you to wear a mask in those states. You could be free balling all around the state. Okay. But in Atlanta, Georgia, guys, my guys, my friends, we are still officially COVID. All right. You still got to put on your damn mask. So please put on your goddamn mask. All right. Period, poo. Well, guys, that's about my time. Y'all already know I give y'all the best 30 minutes of me and it is what it is. You either like it, love it, or hate it or leave. Period. Guys, make sure that you download your iHeartRadio app. Talk Your Itch podcast is now part of the iHeartRadio family. We are so excited to be welcomed to the iHeartRadio family. So make sure you download your iHeartRadio app. Tune in to Brooke every Wednesday and Friday, 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Guys, we got some new shows coming up. I can't wait to introduce them, and they are going to be phenomenal. I can't even tell y'all who we got coming on Talk Your Age Podcast, but it's about to be disrespectful. But remember, I don't do messy, but I do tea. Now, my new shows that are coming in, we're going to have some disclaimers for them because they get real messy. Shouts out to them. They know who they are. But we'll be introducing those shows real soon. Guys, make sure you download the FUBU app and tune in to me every Thursday, 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on FUBU Radio. That's right, for us, by us. You can download your iHeartRadio, type in FUBU Radio. You can go to radio.com, type in FUBU Radio. You can go to your Google Play Store, your App Store, or tune in, type in FUBU Radio. And download the app for absolutely free to listen to me and all my wonderful radio personalities and dope-ass DJs on FUBU Radio. We doing the damn thing. We was in Super Bowl in Tampa 55 we had a bang out uh, time we turned up and turned out for the old school hip hop show and the comedy show we had a great time so shouts out to Tampa for letting FUBU come into the building and let us do our damn thing guys I want you to be safe this weekend for All Star Weekend or no matter where you are in the world but preferably I'm speaking to all my AT aliens and all my visitors please this is a disclaimer Come visit, don't stay. Okay? It's like a parking meter. You only have a certain amount of time before your time runs out and we start issuing tickets. And then we start impounding cars. And then you wind up having to pay a hefty fine to get it back. So, hear me when I say, guys, come visit, but leave. And leave. And leave. Get that head, that bread, then leave. <laughs> That's what we want you to do because we are full. Atlanta, Georgia is full to capacity. We have no more food stamps. We have no more Section 8. We have, we're running out of parking shortly. And the traffic is getting a little bit crazy. So please, guys, 
I've been in Georgia now 29 years and I've loved it for the last 29 years, but y'all making it a little uncomfortable for me and I don't appreciate that. So I need y'all to come visit, enjoy yourselves, have a great freaking time on me. But take your asses home come Monday. I don't want to see nobody lagging after Monday here. Catch that first flight out on JetBlue or Spirit, please, and head back to your destination because you will no longer be welcome here in Atlanta, Georgia. All right? That is from our uh, mayor, Keisha Lance Bottoms, because she's not really too team all of this stuff that's about to participate in ATL because she's team ATL. She wants to protect her, her, her state and her her people and her community. So she ain't really feeling all this. And shouts out to the governor because he's saying the same damn thing. I don't know what radio station he be listening to, but he swears there ain't no parties going to be going down uh, for All-Star Weekend. Uh, the team's going to come in and come out. Um, and anybody that's throwing a party will be fined and shut down. I said, I don't know what radio station he's listening to because the last week and a half, it ain't been nothing but party after party after party after party. Hey, I heard Trey Songz, DMX, and Usher going to be in the building. I ain't going to say what clubs because remember, I don't do tea. I don't want nobody to get shut down. We don't know who tuned in to me tonight. But uh, yeah, on that note, guys, please make sure you make an entrance. But make sure you make an exit on Monday. JetBlue and Spirit, whatever one is cheaper, make sure you get on it. All right? It's your girl, Brooklyn's Finest, guys. And you have been tuned in to Talk Your Ish Podcast. Thank you. And I'll see you guys on Friday. Mwah!